Do you ever find that it doesn't actually take that long to get good at something, but it takes a lot longer to get great? Well, the reality is it is harder to go from good to great than it is to go from bad to good. And this is the challenge that so many high achievers face because they get to good and they stay there for ages before they can step up to the next level again. In this episode, I'll explain why this is and how you can overcome that obstacle. My name is Trang and welcome to episode number 23 of the Aligned Performance Podcast. Growth, a core human need, the process of evolving and expanding who you are and what you do. It is such a beautiful process, but it is also often very challenging and scary because no matter what level of experience you are at, whether you are a beginner and striving to become an intermediate, whether you are an intermediate level striving to move up to advanced, growth requires stepping into a new level of unknown, stepping into uncharted territory. Growth is relative no matter who you are. And that is why there is always the fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of judgment, the fear of uncertainty that everyone faces every time they want to create change in their life. And the thing is, even for my clients, whether I'm working with runners or individuals who simply want to transform their life as a whole, They are generally high achievers. I work with people who are already doing well. And for them, it is just as challenging, in fact, more challenging to create change in their life. That fear never goes away. And a big part of this resistance is that every time someone evolves and grows as a person, something will always die within them. For something else to be born. There is always a level of shedding required. A level of letting go of something. To create space for something else to arise in its place. So for example, a caterpillar is evolving when it turns into a butterfly. So when it goes into that cocoon, it metaphorically but also literally dies. The identity of a caterpillar dies because by the time it comes out of that cocoon, it's no longer a caterpillar. It is a butterfly. So the caterpillar must die to create space for that butterfly to come out of. Another example, the girl or boy in you must die for the woman or man to be born. You can't simultaneously be a girl and a woman. You can't simultaneously be a boy and a man. You must let go of any childhood traits or attributes of being a girl and boy if you really want to step into being a woman or man. Many of you listening may be runners. Think about the shift in you when you first became a runner. Did the lazy you have to die 
for the runner to be born? I'd say so. (laughs) If you were still being the lazy you, you definitely wouldn't be waking up on Saturday mornings to go to park runs, nor would you be voluntarily signing up for 5, 10, 21, 42 kilometer races on Sunday mornings, starting at 7 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) What about... What about someone who transitions into becoming a parent? The maiden must die. The identity metaphorically will die before they can truly step into being a mother. For me, a big death that I experienced this year, and I'm saying death in quotation marks because you won't be able to see me. This is a podcast because this is metaphoric. And literal in a way. Earlier this year, when I rebranded the motion mechanic, that brand, the motion mechanic in me, all of my merchandise, how I perceived myself as the motion mechanic, that had to die. I had to let that go and leave it behind me for me to step into aligned performance. For me being and breathing and living aligned performance so every time there is growth something will die and that is the scary part of growth because the ego our sense of self this is something that i spoke about in the last episode our identity our perception of ourselves doesn't like change it likes to have boundaries it likes to know who it is so every time we let something die and step into the unknown, it's going to naturally resist that. And this is the crazy thing. This is the ironic thing that catches out so many high achievers. This is the thing that I see so often in my coaching because I work with high achievers. I work with people who are already doing well. They're already succeeding. They're already doing good. The thing is, it is harder for people to go from good to great than it is to go from bad to good and the reason for that well there's more to lose when someone's already doing good there's more to lose so there's more to risk there's more that needs to die metaphorically in order for them to step up to the next level of great than it is for someone who is starting from scratch and a complete beginner and is or in is in a, in a bad place and they just need to go from good someone who's doing bad currently has nothing to lose they don't have much that they need to risk so if they are going to step up from bad to good well they're pretty happy to let you know their current identity die because they are so unhappy with who they are at the moment and they you know, they have so much disappointment in themselves. They're happy to leave that behind and they're happy for their current identity to die so that they can take that leap to the next level. But for someone who is already doing good, they have that security blanket. They've got that that baseline of, I'm already doing good. Like, do I really want to take that risk and let good go and risk good for the chance that I could step into greatness 
And this is where all the resistance come in, comes in. This is where high achievers face this problem more than non-high achievers. It's that fear of what if I fail and I've left, let go of good and I fail and I don't quite make it to great. What will other people think? I'm already doing well. Why would I risk X, Y, and Z and step up to the next level? I mean, look at relationships as an example. Think about someone who is in a terrible relationship where they have no connection with their partner, maybe, dare I say, even abusive relationship. How easy is it for them to leave that relationship to then step into and enter into a good relationship? Not very hard, right? But imagine someone who's already in a relationship that is good. It's a good relationship. They're content. You know, they're happy. But then they meet someone and this other person, it it's, appears to potentially be an even better relationship. It has the potential to be great. It has the potential to be extraordinary. How hard is it for this person now to leave a good relationship to enter into an extraordinary, great relationship? And this goes for anything. This goes for career, people who are already in a good job, people who are already doing well in their work, stepping up to the next level, whether it's going for that promotion, whether it's changing jobs, whether it's letting go of their current position to maybe even step into a business that is fully aligned to them that has the potential to be great. (laughs) And this goes for running as well. Think of a runner who has been doing good. They train five times a week. They run 60 kilometers a week. They go to a few group sessions on their own. They have been doing well. They get PBs here and there, but they really want to be great. However, after talking to a coach, they found out that in order to step up to the next level, they actually need to shake up their training as they know it. They actually need to do less training and maybe they need to actually slow down their runs. (laughs) They need to slow down their easy runs more and they need to focus on um, slowing down and doing less kilometers than they're used to. And the coach says, if you really want to step up, you need to trust that this is what you need to do. And you need to let go of the obsession of, you know, hitting a certain pace on all of your runs. And how many times have I sensed the resistance when I'm on a call with a new client and I'm like, this is the potential of where you could be. You will need to do X, Y, and Z. And there is just so much resistance because the runner is so fearful of letting what they already know die in order to step up to a whole new level. So how do you overcome this? How do you overcome those roadblocks and the resistance that is inevitable when you are going from good to great? Well, firstly, recognizing that you do need to give up good to go to great. Recognizing and embracing that that part of you needs to die for the greatness to be born. I can absolutely vouch that rebranding from the motion mechanic to aligned performance was shit scary. (laughs) 
I was just like, what if, you know, all these what ifs and all this, this fear. But as soon as I let the motion mechanic metaphorically die and stepped into aligned performance, oh, it was just perfection. Everything felt so aligned and just felt so beautiful. It was the right thing to do. Something else is using your level of hesitation and resistance towards something as a compass towards the exact thing that you need to be doing. Because the bigger the resistance you have for something, the bigger the chance that it is the thing that will grow you from good to great. And the reason you are feeling resistance is because you know that you need to let that part of you die, the good in you die, for you to step into great. If you were going from bad to good, you have nothing to lose, so you probably won't feel resistance. But the bigger the resistance, the more you need to do it so that you can step into greatness. The next thing, ignore that voice in your head. Every time you want to take on a new challenge, there's always that voice that says, oh, is it even worth it? Are you even capable? There are so many other people out there already doing this way better than you. What's even the point? Recognize that that voice is in your head, but it is not you. That voice is the resistance. So once again, the louder the voice, the more you need to take that leap. The last thing that you need to do is to put your focus towards the possibilities of what could happen that will serve you, not what could happen that won't serve you. You guys know that where your focus goes, energy flows. Whatever you focus on expands. So think of back in the day. I don't think this is happening anymore. So back in the day, remember back when, you know, lockdowns were announced and people hoarded toilet paper. That's because when people heard about lockdown, they focused on, oh my gosh, are we going to have enough supplies at home? Are we going to have enough resources to wipe our ass with? (laughs) That's what they focused on. Therefore, they went out and bought toilet paper. They focused on the hype and they got caught up in the hype and hoarded toilet paper. Because they focused on that and that expanded. Versus focusing on something else. People who focused on, oh, it's lockdown. I've got more time with friends and family. Oh, it's lockdown. Oh, I've got more um, space to create this new business that I've been wanting to work on for a while. And you bet there were some incredible, successful businesses that have come out of lockdowns as well. So put your focus on the what if of what could go well, not just what could go wrong. So when there is an opportunity on your doorstep, when it is you know a new job, a career change, a new business, um, a new a race that you could be entering, whatever it is, focus on what could come out of this. You know, if I take this leap, what are all the possibilities of what could happen if it all goes well? And not just if it all goes well, but when it all goes well. How am I going to create this incredible reality 12 months from now, five years from now? 
this is the thing. Whenever there's a new course or whenever there is, um, you know, an opportunity, people focus on what could go wrong and they really expand that in their own reality, in their mind. It's like investment into a course. People focus on the $1,000 that the course might cost when they don't think about the cost of not doing that course. <laughs> if they didn't do that course, then what could they be losing 12 months from now? Could they be losing the opportunity to actually be making $10,000 from their podcast or from their business? Could they be losing the opportunity to not be completely fulfilled and, and energetic and passionate every single day of their lives by investing into this course? People focus on you know what they're going to lose now, the instant gratification, not what they could be losing 10 years from now by not doing that. So just close your eyes and take that leap. Like obviously make calculated decisions, but have faith, trust, trust in yourself that you can do this. Trust in the universe that no matter what happens, no matter what challenges come your way, you will make something of it. You will turn those challenges into opportunities. So just do it. What an incredible slogan that has been claimed by Nike. Just take that first step and get the ball rolling. Because confidence follows action, not the other way around. And you will very much find that in reality, you will make things work. Like Seneca says, we suffer so much more in our imagination than in reality. So it is time for you to be great. Stop settling for good. Stop settling for what's comfortable. Stop settling for average and step up and rise up to who you were meant to be.